0: Gather your gear. It's time to head out for our road trip across America that will scare your pants off. Along the way, with your hosts, you'll be setting up camp in some of the scariest places they can find. Discover each episode a cryptid, a haunting, and a strange encounter. Climb a aboard a cryptid camp if you're brave. Take it away, Tom.
1: Hi, guys. Live from our cryptid camper, I'm Tom here with my good friend Shay. And we'd like to thank you for joining us on season one, episode 16 of the Scare Your Pants Off an American Road Trip podcast. In today's episode, we are setting up camp in Florida. So, how are you doing today, Shay?
2: um great we are officially old enough to drive oh yeah we are
1: wow 16 crazy Mm -hmm. I know we say it every week but yeah we are officially officially old enough to drive I like that I like that so what's new
2: um you know what I feel like I'm super boring and not really a lot of things are new um have you I don't know nothing really have you watched anything good have you what have you been up to what's been going on in your life
1: um well i mean we talked about a little bit last week what i had watched uh, you know yellow jackets and peacemaker loving those um yeah i am excited there's i the screen movie is out now right um yes i haven't I seen wait. it but i want to see that uh, a lot of good, uh, uh, a lot of good horror movies slated come out texas chainsaw massacre next month or i believe um so <laughs> i'm excited i saw a preview for our one the after party i'm not even sure if it's a movie or sh- i think it's a movie on apple tv but i'm loving all these uh these horror flicks coming out that i just can't i, I really want to see that scream i i i liked the scream franchise personally me too so yep. i'm uh, i'm really really curious to see this this new reboot or whatever they're calling it because
2: yeah, I'm I'm excited and looking at the cast, it's yeah, um I can't wait. I'm I'm super excited. and I can't wait to find out who, you know, who's responsible this time cuz obviously we know who was last time. Um yeah, it's it's going to be great. Oh, also uh towards um am way in the future here, but it's me and uh so obviously you know, if I'm not mistaken what else is coming out in 2022, don't you? That might well, take place in Haddilfield, Illinois
1: halloween kills in october right i believe it is coming out in october yeah yep. i cannot wait i loved the last one so uh so good so this one's coming out it's halloween ends
2: i believe so yep
1: yeah, yeah i think this is this is halloween and yeah because i love halloween kills and you know uh, uh, a bigger presence of Laurie Strode in this one is what I'm told. So I'm excited for that. But I I did like how, and I think we talked about it on an episode, how they basically set up the next Laurie, you know? Like, you were talking about that, and and I think that's great, too, because I know it's going to be called Halloween Ends, but we know it's only the end of this chapter, you know? It's not the end end, so.
2: It's funny i don't I don't get super emotional over movies and i or anything like that, but I'm telling you right now i'm I'm, I'm probably gonna end up crying just a little bit in this movie because I mean, I think I think anybody who's a fan knows what this means. and anybody knows at least some of what's likely to happen in this episode and why they might have been setting up another lorry and my heart's gonna break just a little bit if I'm not wrong. and I hope I'm wrong, but Time yeah. goes on, so yeah, it's.
1: I'm like, yeah, this is a lot of good, and then they're also making. I'm excited for this, making a Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game coming out soon. So,
2: really, I did not know that. That's awesome, it, actually. Yeah, huh. by the same
1: people that made Friday the Thirteenth video game, which I have, and it's a cool game, but. There was supposed to be a lot more to it, and then there was lawsuits dealing with the rights and all this stuff. So they couldn't put on all those you know, those add-ons that they had planned, like a really cool story mode and everything. The, the game was just kind of in limbo, but uh, this one, it looks really, really cool. I'm not a huge video game guy, but I do like horror games and stuff, so I'm looking forward to that, too. A lot of good stuff coming up in the pipeline, yeah, so... Can't it wait. is. I cannot wait. So, you got uh cryptid for me this week?
0: Time for the
2: Cryptid. I I do I do. Um. So this one's kind of short, but it's there's this specific cryptid has an ability that I haven't seen in another one. So it just it it kind of pulled me in, and now it, now I just have to talk about it. So. I'm going to talk about the wampus cat so just so everybody knows that it is supposedly seen in many of the southeastern states so it's not just Florida, the Carolinas, Georgia, and so on, are places that have all had supposed sightings so it's not Florida exclusive. Um, The wampus cat has green eyes, six legs and a spiked ball. At the end of his tail so it's got like yeah right that's kind of neat i know um there are some cases in which it's said to be bipedal and some cases in which it's said to be quadrupedal now having six legs the only thing that i found to be the case in both of those instances is that whichever legs it's not walking on it's using the fight
1: that's awesome
2: that's (laughs) awesome (laughs) Right. I'm just picturing this thing boxing. I don't know what's happening in my head, but it's, it's Yeah, I have for a pretty very, funny very image.
1: funny mental picture going on right now.
2: Yep. All right. So from the 1920s to the 1930s, they were actually blamed in the newspapers for a rash of livestock deaths. So like publicly in the media, the wampus cat is blamed for attacking these animals. It's said that it's possible that the wampus cat is half dog, half cat, it's only seen after dark, it howls, and it has piercing yellow eyes. The cool thing about his eyes is supposedly they can look into the soul of anybody who stands in its way and drive them to the brink of sanity.
1: Wow. I love that description. Oh, driving somebody insane—that's awesome. Yep.
2: Now, not a lot of details are given of any accounts, but what I can say is that the most recent uh, sighting of the wampus cat happened in 2021. Oh, so it spans so- decades. Yeah, that's that's all I have for that. But I I had to touch on it because of the the pierce the peeking into the soul. it's just that I've never heard that about another one before, and I like it. It's really creepy.
1: I love that description. I, I'm so glad you picked this because when we did North Carolina, I remember reading about the wampus cat mm-hmm. and i was so drawn to it because the word wampus, I just love wampus. I love that word. It, it, it's a funny yep. word. It's funny to say. It makes me smile every time I say it. And um, but I didn't do a ton of research on it because I had gone with a siren for that one. And uh, so I'm glad you picked it because I was really curious as to more about it um i that the small ball on um, on its tail i'm picturing and i can't remember the name my cousin had one when we were younger Um, like a morning
2: glory right kind of
1: like the thing it, it's like the you hold the 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 staff or whatever the handle and then it's a ball uh, a chain with a ball and spikes on it yeah you would swing around
2: like that a morning star a more Something morning,
1: isn't it? I that I think there is, and I think there's another term for it, too. Um, that's just the mental picture I'm getting, like that, where you're, fucking, yeah, you know. So, I love it. Um, you know, anything that can possibly be bipedal to me adds a creepy factor to it, oh, too, yeah. because we just associate animals with four legs stuff like that you know and uh or even if they had two legs they're still using their arms as kind of you know as you know legs so and um uses the other legs to fight i'm almost like (laughs) i got a i got a mental picture of like a a, almost like an octopus walking on four legs but using the other four to box people and stuff (laughs) uh,
2: exactly that's all and i don't know how it really fights but i'm yeah i'm picturing it throwing punches or something but absolutely
1: yeah for some reason in my 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 mental picture he's got boxing gloves on the other ones too i don't know why
2: mine too i swear to god same exactly the same the first picture and i'm like it's got boxing gloves on so obviously
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh and then again going just back to what you said yeah staring into their soul driving them to insanity so good such a good just a, a power whatever you want to call it I am in. Yeah. and like you said it wasn't it wasn't super long but it was dense with detail which I loved and just like the pictures you get coming out of it, it was so good like the mental pictures <laughs> I got what a good choice I, lo- I love thank you I love it love it all right well this week i have the hauntings
0: the... time for the hunt
1: i almost picked something and i did some research on it and um we'll talk about it some more later and but uh i decided to go with the annie little elementary school or other, sometimes known as the devil school have you ever heard of this
2: Nope. Anything in a school, though, I'm here for it. That's, and especially like a younger grade school, kids are creepy. And I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Let's, I'm totally here for it.
1: Ghost kids are creepy. Um, Mm -hmm. Located in
2: Jacksonville.
1: Yeah. Yes. yes, That's true. That is definitely true. (laughs) Um, Located in Jacksonville, um, the the school was first conceived as the Riverside Park School. A small wooden schoolhouse with only a few rooms, and it was built in 1891. In 1901, it was declared a fire hazard and shut down. And this was in response to the great Jacksonville fire of 1901, which uh, burned down a very large portion of the city. So they shut the school down. Um, In the ensuing years, the building was rebuilt, much bigger this time, and now made of brick. So, you know, less prone to fires. Um, It was the fourth public school building in Jacksonville, and was originally called Public School Number 4. Makes sense. Very
2: creative. (laughs) Very, very creative.
1: Very on the nose. It was later changed to the Annie Little, I, I hope I'm saying that right, it might be Lytle, um, it's spelled L-Y-T-L-E. Um, it was later changed to the Any Little Elementary School. After, And it was named after a beloved former teacher and principal. The school was built with four large pillars at its entrance and featured a large auditorium and a fireplace in the center of the cafeteria. The classrooms were on the second floor while the cafeteria offices and auditorium were on the first, the school state opened until the 1960s. That is some tall, the expansion of the interstate put a major interchange directly in front of the school. So it went in front of the school and now it isolated that school from the neighborhood that it was yeah. supposed to work with or whatever, you know? And, um, and not only that, now because of the uh, the interstate interchange, now the the classes became super noisy because of the cars and everything, and uh, really smelly from the exhaust and carbon monoxide and all that stuff. Yeah. So it was shut down, and uh, for their, the next you know decade or so, it was. Uh, Used the storage for the duval county public schools and but then in 1971 it was uh they took everything out of it and just left it to rot and decay um in the ensuing years it became a hangout for locals teams looking for mischief the buildings uh windows were smashed uh the the walls were covered in graffiti and then and 1995. Somebody set a fire, which caused part of the auditorium ceiling to collapse. So it's um, real, real bad shape. Why is it called the Devil School? Because that was just some seemed like some normal history with some, you know, not great things. But yeah, you know, it's doesn't lead to really why they would call it the Devil School. Well, I'll tell you. There's a few legends that gave way to this moniker, the most famous of which is the legend of the cannibal principal. So uh, Uh,
2: yeah, I'm, you have me, I'm here, I'm I'm here for it now. Yeah.
1: According, yes. According to the legend, bad students would be sent to the principal office, the principal's office for a chat, but then they would never be seen again. Officially, that these students were either suspended or expelled, but many of the students did not believe this and actually believed that the principal was consuming their pears. So, and that he even converted the closet in his office into a meat locker where he would hang the students on spikes until the time where he had more time to be able to fully consume their bodies
2: wow um, that's yeah
1: Oof. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um according to some versions of this legend that um many of uh, the the faculty members too like the teachers and janet whatever were in on it and the principal was the ringleader but a bunch were in on it the next legend was about the school's evil janitor the legend states the janitor would kidnap unsuspecting students and bring them down to the boiler room and then boil them alive like you do in a boiler room i guess
2: (laughs) yeah i mean it says it right in the name so (laughs)
1: Um, but after a bunch of victims, one student was able to escape. But in the ensuing struggle, uh, some things got knocked over and stuff, and it led to an explosion and a fire that killed multiple students and as well as the janitor. And the ensuing fire shut down, um, shut down classes for a while. And when the classes finally resumed, it was now haunted by the dead students. And supposedly you could see students sitting uh, at their desks and walking the the, the hallways. You could hear like disembodied voices, some chattering, uh, laughter of little kids. Um, Some claimed that some of the faculty, you could see faculty members walking through the school. you know your standard sort of haunts but with the yeah. amped up creepy factor because it's elementary school kids so uh, banging and you know a lot on on walls stuff like that um and supposedly this coupled with the trauma of the fire caused a bunch of the faculty to uh quit which i could understand too
2: yeah it's not a not a great work environment <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh, another legend is again about an evil principal but th- in this version he outright murders the students according to the legend the principal had been going mad from stress on the job and was just really tired of these unruly uh children and students so one day he snaps and goes on a rampage murdering the students via blunt force trauma leaving trails of blood in his wake pretty brutal
2: yeah i would i would say that's that's awful
1: yeah and then the final legend i'll touch upon uh claims that satanic rituals take place on the school grounds some say that they um start uh it started uh Decades ago by members of the faculty and others claim that it was after the school closing when it was left to kind of rot. People would go in there and, you know, do their satanic stuff. And uh, you can actually see in the graffiti upside down crosses and pentagrams. Um, So some people say it was afterwards. In more recent times, I don't have in more recent years, the. the the grounds were uh named a historic site i don't have the actual year but it was just in recent year in the last decade or two it was named uh in a historic site so that is essentially the devil school
2: great choice and i i can't i can't hear about the boiler room and kids and not i mean i feel like you know where my mind's going yeah um it's very yeah, nightmare for me.
1: Yeah, it's um yeah, it's it's very uh yeah, nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy uh story. It's very, you know, the boiler room, the fire, uh mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, def- definitely I got a feel that feel for sure.
2: So, I can't and I can't believe this is a phrase that I, I ever say, but it's it's true. Is at least in this case, I really hope he ate them and didn't. Yeah. Do the other thing. That's awful. That's not that not that eating them is better, but. Yeah. I mean. Mm, no, I agree. Yeah, the blunt
1: force tra- There's there's a brutality to to blunt force trauma that is uncomfortable. I mean, murdering people, whatever. It's all uncomfortable. But when you get into some blunt force trauma, there's this brutality aspect that just. And then their children, their elementary age students. So it just adds this, I don't yeah. know, it feel into it. So I can definitely, definitely see there. So go uh, see what you think of this. So I'm thinking about this, and you know, these are legends, right? And yep. they're pretty wild. You know, a guy's got a meat locker or in his uh yeah in his office eating them or you know the the janitor that kidnaps him in the boiler room or or the faculty being in on it so you know they're pretty wild and our listeners out there be like well that you know clearly those aren't true and you're you may be right but go with me on this a little bit see i want to see what you think so this is we're going back you know this school was originally built in 1891 and you know then it was re-closed rebuilt and but you know operated pretty uh after you know 1901 pretty much all the way up until the 60s it operated and we know you know attitudes towards children and students and how we treat them has changed over the years i mean even in the last couple decades you know like what's allowed and not allowed anymore like spanking and you know not being spanking but so these are wild but i feel like there could be a grain of truth in here because You know, we know, you know, in schools, kids could get beat and stuff. We knew school was way different than it is now. And, you know, maybe the principal really was. Uh, uh, A like a bad dude i'm not saying he's a cannibal or a murderer, but maybe he was really tough on punishment, you know it talks about these. You know numerous kids getting expelled and stuff and the faculty gets brought in and maybe there were some mean teachers now remember these are elementary school kids you know what I mean so you got, it's tough to look at it through the lens of an elementary school kid. But think about when you were a kid and the things that you believe and the things that you could convince yourself to believe and scare yourself with and everything like that. So maybe, and this is, you know, and listeners, if you disagree, tear me up on on the messages or whatever, you know, send us emails and stuff. But I mean, maybe it wasn't cannibal and stuff, but maybe these were there was tough stuff going on you know what i mean maybe these kids were getting hit maybe these and and now these are little kids and you know th- their imaginations is running wild and you know and then it's kind of like the game of telephone you know where it's yeah. i say a couple words into your ear and then you say it to the next person and then it's completely different by the time it gets around the circle you know so maybe uh, that's my thought so maybe some bad things maybe the janitor was a bad dude maybe you know maybe there was rumors about him that he was did did some bad things you know that you know the kids and just these legends kind of took a life on their own um i could be wrong on that you know i could be and they could be but it seems like why just make up these stories out of the blue to me
2: I think I think part of it that stuck in and it supports what you're saying, honestly, it's part of it that stuck out to me, too, is you said um, that they would say that the kids were suspended or expelled or whatever. I mean, how hard was it for an elementary school student to get expelled back then? I mean, it's it's not even super easy now. And yeah, it is super easy now. But it's back then. It's I don't I don't think they. I don't think that was a, a super common practice i mean obviously i wasn't there but i don't i don't think they got expelled or suspended very easily at all it's very different than it is now kids interacted differently even with each other back then it's i mean you know a fight on the schoolyard is broken up and you get a little slap on the wrist and yeah you go back that's, to class and you do your work.
1: that's a great point actually that you say that because you know that's true i have never known somebody to get suspended or expelled from an elementary school the first time mm-hmm. i've ever heard of people getting suspended was in junior high you know, yeah you might you might get a one day or a two day or in school suspension so that's actually a great point too it's um yeah i don't you know like i said, people may say oh that's too wild but i'm just saying there may be a grain of truth in there there may have been some bad things happening was he a cannibal probably not probably you know because after a while these parents would probably be looking for their children and stuff yeah. um, but i i do think there could be there is some uh there is a chance of you know maybe maybe some bad things happened in that school hey man i am i you know i found it a a fascinating story those stories that's what got me was the story of the can once i read cannibal principle i was like yep we're talking about you
2: (laughs) honestly it's a great choice and it's i've never i never heard of it and it's anything in a school creeps me out honestly (laughs) because it's just it's it's supposed to be an innocent fun Mm. learning whatever and and it's to throw evil um into the mix it's 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 it truly really gives you like a chill and it's 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 not like any other haunting when it's when it involves young children like that
1: yeah i agree it does add add a an extra layer of creepiness to it so mm-hmm. cool.
2: all right so i have the strange encounter today
1: all right time for the strange
0: encounter
2: did you know fun fact uh, that Florida is the number two state for UFO sightings.
1: Really? I did not know that actually. I did not Mm -hmm. know that at all.
2: So this incident takes place on November 11th of 1987 in Gulf breeze. And it is a series of photos taken all by one man from his front yard. So (laughs) his name is Ed Walters and he took a series of photos from his front yard of UFOs that he had sightings of and he released them all to the media so he shared them what seems like pretty instantly so he took them shared them trying to get the word out a couple you know some years later he moved out of his home and the people that moved in after said that in the attic they found UFO models that were made out of paper plates and cardboard and other crafting whatever material. Hmm. And that basically proved that it was a hoax, supposedly. Hmm. The original photographer claims that those things were planted. And the photos that he submitted were actually investigated and checked, and there was no faking found. They could not they could not decide whether or not they'd been tampered with because no tampering was evident. There was no evidence of any manipulation. Okay. One other key fact here is that he wasn't the only one to have these sightings. Now this, this UFO sighting is, has very small amounts of detail, not a lot of claims, not a lot of anything. All I could find is that other people saw it, but nothing, not a lot of thing detail went into any of the reports or anything. But hmm. that's, that's all I have for that one. And I kinda, I wanted to do it even though it was short because one factor in this really just kind of drives me crazy is if he wanted to pull off this big hoax and he wanted everyone to believe him, why would he leave that stuff behind in his attic and not know it was there or something?
1: Yeah. That's what that stuck out to me too. That's very Yeah, it's and and that's something that we've seen in other ones too. Yeah. And and it's it it just never makes sense and it never sits right because it's like these people like if they're going through that all that trouble for this hoax for whatever reason whether it's just 15 minutes of fame whatever their reasoning is i find it hard to believe they're they're gonna leave such apparent and obvious evidence of of this hoax it just it doesn't that that doesn't make sense to me uh, at all
2: yeah no it doesn't and and then if you, you google the pictures they don't i i can't see how they're paper plates or whatnot i, I it doesn't look like they are honestly
1: yeah and then and you said they they, they were investigated these pictures and that people people couldn't find how it was a hoax, and you, mm-hmm. we know now with like the technology, they can break down these photos quite a bit, and, and like, yeah. and and just tell so much about it that, we, like, it, it seems crazy to me. It's like how did, how can you tell all that from? But it's like the makeup of the film, whatever it is, and um, so the fact that experts aren't able to conclusively be like, no, this is fake, you know. It, that 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 also sticks out to me and it's always for me and you know we all have different issues and there have been hoaxes throughout the years but for me it's just it's always comes down to why why would that person do it you know like that that's the pro the issue I have with most stories and unless we find out that it was a hoax and we find out their reasoning for it that they just wanted to be in the newspaper or whatever but it's like in, in I would say, you know, 90% of these cases, it comes down to this why. And that 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 can never be fully explained to me properly. So I love the story. I, I'm gonna do a deep dive. I'm really curious on the pictures too. Uh, they're
2: they're neat. I mean keep in mind that it's it's from the late eight, the late yeah. 80s. So that they're not the best quality pictures and they had they had some possibilities to how it could have been done but nothing definitive nothing yeah. definitive ever said like it was absolutely double exposure it was nothing they they tried and they really made some assumptions but nothing that was nothing that ever came to fruition
1: so yeah that's yeah no i love it that was a great great choice um thank
2: you
1: yeah no problem it is a weird state florida you know you get the whole florida man memes and stuff and you know all that um but it was a lot you know
2: i'm i'm really enjoying being in florida too actually it's it's quite nice
1: yeah Hmm. so um yeah so i guess that brings us to this guys we've had such an awesome time you know bring it going through all these states checking out all these states stopping by camping in all these states but um there was so much great stuff in florida that we have decided to stay an extra week in florida so next week when you tune in we will again be back in florida so i'm really excited uh, It's uh, thought we're going to talk about something that's uh near and dear to my heart uh i know you're you i know you're a big fan um i'm really excited guys i mean i'm we're excited for all these episodes guys but make sure you check out next week it's gonna be a lot a lot of fun um yeah it's it's a good it's a good one it's a real good one so you got anything else shay
2: no i think i think that's everything
1: all right well thanks guys and uh make sure to tune in next week when we stay set up in Florida. Thanks,
0: guys. Bye. As always, our host would like to thank you for joining. If you enjoyed the program, please be sure to like, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Find us on Instagram at scareyourpantsoffpod, Pod. No spaces. Or on Twitter, Scare Your Off Podcast. Or send us an email with questions, comments, and fan art to ScareYourPantsOff9 at gmail. See you next time.